Hi folks, I'm Bob Schrupp, physical therapist. Brad Heineck, physical therapist. And together we have the most famous physical therapists on the internet. In our opinion, of course, Bob. And we are honored today to have with us a pharmacist, Chris. Can right. we call you pharmacist, Chris? Sounds good to me. <laughs> Chris. Uh, this is a great honor. I mean, oh, it is. it's great that we can do some videos on pharmacy um, to help educate people. Exactly. And, and today, you know, Chris and I have known each other a long time. We work out every Saturday that we're available uh, and we always are injuring ourselves because we break the rules that we talk about in our videos. Sure. But, you know, him being a pharmacist, me being a therapist, we never yeah, that's have, a good combination. Right. We, yeah. we, we, we just ask each other's questions on how to get rid of this ache or that pain, and things work out quite well, don't they, Chris? Absolutely. It's patched me up many times. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about trying to help you heal or promote healing. Right. Drugs that are going to help promote healing. Am I saying it right? Right. And the, these are drugs that are all over the counter. Over the counter, right. You know, if you want to avoid seeing a doctor, and a lot of times you can, but you need to be educated on what's available over the counter. And, and Chris... Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about yourself? You're, you're a pharmacist. You graduated from... You but, did graduate. Oh, yes. I, I did graduate. They don't give me a license without that. So that's for sure. Yeah, I went to Butler University, graduated in 1995. Nice. So I've been doing this for 21 years. Okay, so right. he's got experience. Um, and he does a nice job at the counter. He talks nice to the people, helps inform them of, of what they need. So, and before we go any farther, Bob, there's a lot of people out there who have not seen our videos yet. Yeah, new to our channel, please take just a second. There's a subscribe button on the screen that you can hit. We provide videos on how to stay healthy, fit, pain-free, and we upload every day. So, you bet. seven days a week. Okay, so let's talk about just four of the common over-the-counter drugs and actually one of them is not so common but we'll get to that but let's hit the big one right here i think ibuprofen chris would you say that is the most common? i think ibuprofen for a lot of cases is probably the most common recommendation that we're going to use you know and the one thing that's always kind of a deciding factor we we'll always check with the patient to make sure there's no uh, allergies to a medication and are any health conditions or any current medications that they take because all these can have certain interactions with drugs so you always want to be real careful with that check with your pharmacist or your doctor before you take sure. something so in the big picture, what is ibuprofen? Ibuprofen is an anti-inflammatory. Uh, Which means big well, picture? Big picture, it's going to help reduce inflammation. So when you get an acute injury or even a chronic injury or like osteoarthritis, it's just something that's going to help to calm down the swelling and inflammation. It also has analgesic or pain-relieving properties that work very effectively to help people okay. stay more comfortable. Sure. So example, if you sprained your ankle... Be a good product. Absolutely, yeah. Between ice and elevation, ibuprofen is certainly going to help to take some of the inflammation down. So we want to be real careful with that. A um, couple of things with this: just when you're taking ibuprofen and you're not on any medications that would interact, uh, we do like people to take it with food because one of the biggest things with any of the anti-inflammatories, in particular, is it can upset the stomach, even to the extent of causing stomach ulceration with chronic or long-term use. Right. So it's something that we always want to check on with the patient to make sure they don't have a prior history. Ulcers, what they call GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful, but basically heartburn. So that's kind of what we're looking for to make sure we don't aggravate something. So uh, on the ibuprofen, you want to take the food first? Yep, yeah. I would eat something, food or milk, but food is ideal. And then basically it's one or two tablets every four to six hours apart. You know, it's one of those things you don't want to take any more than eight tablets in a day. That's kind of your daily max. And it's something that really we don't want you to use longer more than seven consecutive days. If you're not seeing improvement in that seven-day period of time, then it's time to move to the pros and actually call and reach out to your doctor. Sure. Good. Okay. All right, moving Should we go, on. go to the next one here? 
So Aleve is a chemical cousin to ibuprofen. Uh, advantages to Aleve over ibuprofen, it's longer lasting. Um, one of the things that we're finding out too is as far as the health condition aspects of it, it seems to maybe long, if somebody has to use it a little bit longer, it may have less cardiovascular risks because sometimes when we're using anti-inflammatories, we found that there's going to be some blood pressure problems. So again, want to talk with your doctor about long-term use for sure, but short-term, it's generally really nice. Um, maybe a little rough around the stomach too, so really? more imperative, this one you can get away with maybe some milk. This one you probably should eat something first. And is the seven-day limit on this one involved Yeah, the same? we'd still consider that to be something because again, if you're still having problems after a week or it's just not getting better, I think it's time to see a doctor and then more importantly, probably see you guys. Sure. sure. So if I'm with lifting weights for the first time, I can hardly walk the next day, would it be advan an advantage to take one of these two products? Yeah, I think they both work really well. Um, there's actually some studies that suggest that Aleve might work better on soft tissue pain. So if you're talking about muscle sure. pain mm -hmm. from a, a, a new workout, I think right. it might but Would you both recommend work. from taking it for a new workout though? I, I just feel wrong taking medication for you know after right. the, the common soreness it's, i mean i agree with you full yeah. full hardly it's not necessary but i think a lot of people Do you it. know are yeah. uncomfortable i mean you know in runner circles i think they refer to ibuprofen as vitamin i <laughs> so it's, it's it's kind of a new nutrient to them but i mean in reality, I mean, when you're working out and pushing yourself, you're going to have boundaries that uh, get stretched. And inflammation sure. is certainly a product of working out those muscles. And so if anything, we can promote healing, maybe get back to training more quickly if you're a serious athlete. But just for the average person that's just trying to get better and a little bit more fit, you know, you start out, you are going to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's certainly not going to hurt to try these types of products. Sure. sure. All right, moving on, Brad. Now we've got something over the counter, but you can get this over the counter in the spice aisle of the grocery store. Yeah. And what do we have here? That's turmeric. Turmeric. So it's a Asian spice, uh, often commonly associated with Indian foods. Uh, makes everything taste really great. So it gives mustard its yellow color. Um, but there are, it's a natural anti-inflammatory. So basically it's going to behave like ibuprofen or Aleve. And, but at the same time, for some people, they prefer a more natural alternative. And there are lots of studies that show that it does help to reduce inflammation. So what amount do you need to take of this to, well, before it starts having some effect? You know, people can, you know, it's, it's harder when you're actually using the cooking uh, spice because people are going to use it to taste. I think therapeutically, usually we'd recommend probably a supplement. And so most studies suggest somewhere between four and 600 milligrams up to three times a day for at least osteoarthritis, which I think you could loosely translate that to working out, exercising, muscle soreness, that sure, type of thing. Sure. Um, this too does carry some warnings. We do have to be careful with that if you're on a blood thinner or if you're on a seizure medication called Dilantin or Phenytoin. Um, it does have some pretty negative effects with those as far as it can thin the blood. So again, question to your pharmacist, question to your doctor to make sure it's appropriate for you right. to take. What about lengthwise with that? I mean, I don't know. again, you know, it's kind of interesting. They'll actually show the things that we review. It looks like you can take it for up to eight months in some cases. But again, I think just if there's an acute injury or something, I would say if you're not feeling better in seven days, I always kind of go to that hallmark to make sure you talk it over with your doctor and see if there's any further or more serious underlying problems. So to me, this seems almost like the better alternative at this point because you can keep taking this. I mean, if you, I I mean, if you have a, like osteoarthritis and you're. Yeah, and I think that it's real to take. I mean, from that standpoint, if you have osteoarthritis, that's chronic. So these are things that you will all take, you know, more continually. But again, you want to check with your doctor to make sure that the length of time is appropriate for you. I because see. again, they all do carry the same types of side effects. They could be have this. And the biggest thing is GI or stomach bleeds. These are the things, these three can cause those problems. So a doctor might say after seven days, you can continue with this on a regular basis, but 
do they monitor you somehow then, or what? I that? think a lot of it is going to be touch and go. So again, if symptoms pop up or there's something negative that happens sure. with the medication, you know, reach out to your pharmacist, reach out to your doctor. Just let's make sure we're not causing a new problem. Because again, even though these are over the counter, they do carry their series of risks. Oh, sure. sure. With the tumor, I looked it up, and they got a name tumor curcurum. That's is that the full. That is the full. Yeah. So the basically turmeric, the the business end of it are the curcumins, and so from okay. that standpoint, it's just the plant chemical itself. That's the business end. And this is comes from a root. Correct. My understanding. Yep. Is, yep. Now, I'm wondering. You can buy it in a pill form and take it, you know, as far as uh, for health and healing. Can you take it and use it as a spice? Like I put it on my eggs this morning and use Absolutely. it long term. And you think that will give some. Uh, some faint effect of I, I think that it probably could, but I think, you know, to be exact, you'd probably want to have it weighed out and have a precise regimen. But as a pharmacist. Yeah. Because we're, we're in a little attentive to the, to the core. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I think that realistically you could probably expect a modest benefit. I think sure. it's just, you know, consistency is key as far as, like, to tr- tr- truly reduce inflammation. Right, right. All right, Brad, we're to the last one here, Tylenol. Everybody knows about Tylenol. Now, we're talking, and Chris said we got to put Tylenol over here because it's different. We know it's different than this, but it's different than these two. And what's the big difference? Functional difference between Tylenol is these three products all contain anti-inflammatory properties. Tylenol does not have any anti-inflammatory properties whatsoever. It's a good go-to choice because it's a good pain reliever for a lot of folks. But when you're on things that have, if you have stomach acid problems where you're on medication to prevent that, or if you're on blood thinners, this is the safe choice. So it's certainly something that you could use. So from that standpoint, so it gives us just another tool in the shed to help people out. Again, you know, like if we pick on osteoarthritis. It's, it's going to help with the pain, but it's not going to help with the inflammation. These guys help with the inflammation, which again, from a, a long-term management strategy, might be better. But if you're taking medications that could possibly create problems with these three items, this is your go-to choice. Okay. I always get the sense with Tylenol that it is almost no problems with it. I mean, I mean and I know that's not true. There obviously must be some issues where you're not supposed to use it. Very but true, Bob. It, but Very it seems true. like it's always the go-to medication for people who have other issues, and they're just like, well, we can give you Tylenol. We can give you Tylenol. Exactly. So you don't have to have anything to eat with Tylenol? Nope. Tylenol you can take straight. I would still increase, you know, probably have a glass of water so you don't choke on anything. But <laughs> sure. realistically speaking, no, it's not necessary to take it with food. Um, the absolute daily max would be basically six extra strength tablets a day, which is 3,000 milligrams. So mm. you could take two tablets three times a day in four to six hour increments. So beyond that, when people take it, you know, some people have the theory of some is good, more is better. Uh, Tylenol can actually become very dangerous. So we want to be very careful with our kidneys. Sure. So it's important okay. to stay to. Yep. So you definitely want to stay with the within the level the guidelines. Exactly. So. All right. Well, I think this is an excellent overview yeah. of some common. Awesome. Uh, Chris, I want to thank you for, for coming in and helping us out with that. And do you got anything for a broken heart at the fantasy? <laughs> well, we're, we're trying to get some hints on that. he's alluding to, but we, we can fix just about anything. Except for a broken, broken heart. heart yeah. I, I, I have not been able to fix that either. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks Take for care. watching. <laughs>